The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who's on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at Sons of Liberty Media.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book the Bible. As the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. And this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday, so you know what we're going to be talking about. It's a very important subject, so stay tuned, all right? SonsOfLibertyRadio.com is where you want to check us out, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and you are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, you can go there, scroll down on the right side of the page. There are two videos. The bottom one is our live stream. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio. Just click on that. You can enlarge it. Uh, I was told by a friend of mine, I was telling you uh, that uh, he had blown me up on his television. So <laughs> on, on Steve's TV. And uh, you can blow it up or you can just listen if you want to do that. That's fine. But we will be showing you some documents and, and videos and things of that nature, too. So if you want to get the full effect of the radio show, I know that sounds really strange, a radio show with video, but things are going that way now. You can head over to SonsLibertyMedia.com, scroll down on the right, click on that, and you can also join us in the chat. Click on the platform, and you can join us in the chat. The video above that is Bradley's show from yesterday afternoon. Bradley comes on at 3 p.m. Eastern on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Again, <clears throat> sometimes platforms that would go out ban us. Uh, we're actually on a ban from Facebook, and yet we're using our abilities that we have to stream to the main page. Can't stream to my personal page or any of my other pages, but at least for Sons of Liberty, we can't. So we're streaming there. If you can't find us on any of those, go to sonsoflibertymedia.com. We're always here right on the right side of the page, okay? So if we're not showing up, that's where you go. Also right above that, Subscribe to our newsletter. We don't rent your email. We don't spam you. Uh, we don't sell your email to companies or any of this other stuff. We just send out one email a day. That's it. Um, and in that email are all the articles we do for the day, including the Archive the Morning Show. So all of the stuff we're going to talk about today will be in that archive. It'll be in an article form. You'll get the video portion of the radio show. you get the podcast. If you don't want to watch it, you can listen to it. You get all of the documents and the videos and all the stuff that Lynn and I are going to talk about today 
All of that's contained in that archive, and that comes in the email that you get every evening. So be sure to sign up for that at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Also, if you agree with our message, our message is one of holding to the law. It's, it's to point people to the law because while the U.S. Constitution may restrict our leaders, it is the moral law of God that drives us to Christ. That's what the Bible says. And so we point people to the law that it might, in essence, slay them and that they might put their faith in the Lord Jesus. And so that's our message here. So if you agree with that kind of a message, again, when we say politically neutral, there is no neutrality. What we mean by that is we're not a Republican, we're not Democrat. We don't play that game. We stick to the law. And so if you agree with that kind of a message, there's a donate button here at the top of sonslibertymedia.com. Also, you can partner with us as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is also available at sonslibertymedia.com. And the store is another way you can help support us. Uh, when you get our products, they there are some that equip you. There are some that are great conversation starters, like our T-shirts, our hats, uh, our coffee mugs, and our water bottles. Things that you can engage other people with. Because, again, as we say here all the time, the people are the solution here, okay, to our problems. It is not, if your answer to the problems is, well, who do we vote for? That is the wrong answer. Because we already have remedies to deal with corrupt politicians. And some people just don't seem to hear that. Impeachment, removal from office, and prosecution. That's how we deal with corrupt representatives. But the solution to our problems is us. And uh, that is a repentance before God and then doing what we're supposed to do. And uh, we are the solution. We shouldn't be looking for somebody else to do for us what we won't do for ourselves. Okay, now with that said... Let me throw in a couple of formalities here. If you would like to call in, if you've got a comment on the subject we're going to be discussing this morning, which is Noahide Laws and, and Biden's American Recovery Program, don't you like how they always couch their, their communistic ways, their anti-American ways, in freedom-sounding, American-sounding language? Don't, don't you like how that is? Uh, exposing the evil duo. Okay, we're going to be talking about that along with some of the gun grab stuff that's going on. We're probably going to go over, so you guys that need to go get your extra coffee or stick your straw in your coffee pot, you can do that uh, this morning. If you want to catch us, the video feed uh, live, not only on sonsoflibertymedia.com, but we're also on Twitter at FPPTim, Periscope and Twitch at Setting Brushfires, Facebook at Bradley Dean SOL, our YouTube channel is Bradley Dean and beforeitsnews.com right at the top of the page, along with dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, and Cutting Edge TV on Roku. We're all on those. And if you'd like to call in, we'd love to hear from you. 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Please stick to the topic, okay? And uh, we'd love to hear from you. With that said, it's Rotten to the Core Wednesday, and I want to welcome my sidekick for Wednesday, as always. She's sort, She's really sort of the host uh, for Wednesday. This is this is Lynn's show. Good morning, Lynn. Well, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> and Lynn Not is, sure how I can follow that, but <laughs> Well, Lynn is our, our, our lady in red today. Uh she's got a red background, a red shirt, and I was telling her I can't even wear the military green shirt that I have because it does something with the green screen and I look all green and sparkly on my shirt. So I don't I stay away from that shirt. But uh, it's great to have you, Lynn, and uh, we've got a lot to cover, so let's get to it. We do. I just wanted to take two seconds and say Happy Holy Week to everybody, and I hope it's being a blessed week for you, and it looks like things are going to get better on that end, uh, no matter what's going on outside. 
Well, amen, amen. And we should remember the things that uh, that Christ has done for us in His Passion Week, uh, Him giving of Himself, Him going for that final inspection, if you will, just like the priest mm-hmm. did. Um, and He went in to Jerusalem, gave Himself for sinners, and uh, you know God was well pleased with that to the point that He raised Him from the dead. He ascended into heaven. He sits at the right hand of God. The Bible tells us, this is one of my favorite passages from 1 Corinthians 15, he is subduing his enemies under his feet, either through the gospel or through judgment, one or the other. Uh, There is no in-between here. You're either going to submit to him as Lord, or you're going to bow before him forcefully as Lord. It's just one or the other. There is no in-between there. And uh, we celebrate the fact that we don't serve a dead God, a dead prophet, a dead Messiah. We serve a risen king, and uh, that is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only king in America. And listen, wherever you're listening from, he's the only king in your country, too. Uh, with that said, Lynn, what do you got for us? Okay, well, just when we thought Noahide laws were, you know, kind of the undercurrent, because you and I have done, what, two or three shows on on them. I've done numerous interviews elsewhere. Um they're gearing up again. And one of the things that I did was yesterday, I listened to just a little bit of the show and you were talking about the gun grabs. And I just wanted to throw in really quick. One of the reasons why we're seeing such an increase in legislation for things like that is because through the lens of the Noahide laws, your court system, your legal system, your education system, your just absolute culture have been permeated with these anti-American, anti-God principles that are being passed off as biblical law. And so that's why we're seeing a lot of this come to fruition is because this has been in our country for decades. And in the archives, folks will be able to have a link that takes them to everything that either you and I or myself have done towards exposing how Noahide is really popping its head up, not just in education, but especially education, but also in our communities, in our everyday today life. And the shift is to get us away from the foundation of America as a Christian nation and put us into the new world order, one world religion garbage. And we've got a document that actually proves that, that we will uh, be showing in just a little bit. Okay. All right. And let me address one little thing that's a little bit off topic, but it is important. I don't want to leave it out. Uh, yes, they are They are going to be asking stores for vaccine passports. The, the answer to that, guys, is to resist it. Go somewhere else. There's always going to be somebody who will take your money, who doesn't care about it, who believes like you do. Just resist that. Okay. Just want to address that out of the chat. But uh, Lynn, all of yeah. this is, is sort of culminating. I mean, the people have been so snowed over the last four years thinking something really good was happening when all of it was being teed up for what's coming now. Uh, yes. And part of what I was pointing out yesterday, I put a, a link in there for people who missed yesterday's show. Go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and uh, deal with the one that uh, is about gun confiscation, Kamala. Mm-hmm. It really is about that. And mm-hmm. click on the article there about the ATF looking to redefine firearms. This is what I warned about with the bump stock ban that everybody trivialized and said, oh, it's not a big deal, blah, 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 blah. As soon as you allow that, that's what's coming. That's what they're trying to do, and that's going to be part of, of you know, some of the stuff that they're, they're pushing down the line. And listen, 
They were willing to push Obamacare through. They're willing to push this through. This is why you've got to fight it at the state level. You've got to nullify these laws. You've got to start putting some teeth in it where these Fed coats can be arrested and dealt with for their crimes against the people under the Constitution. You've got to do that. You're the solution to this. So I just want to throw that out, Lynn. Right, absolutely. And if you'll remember, I sent you, uh, gosh, when they first came out, a ton of the legislative bills concerning all that. But here's what we need to do, and we'll tie it back into education, is that education was specifically chosen by the Common Core Machine, by the United Nations, by everything that's in the Noahide Laws and the New World Order to be the, the basis because you change the attitudes, values, and beliefs of what's taught and thought and lived out. And so anytime you have any legislation from a local, state, or federal level that wants to redefine guns, education, health care, how you live your life, you know, those sorts of things, it's absolutely screaming back to what we're talking about. And that is the demise of our nation from its foundation to to now. Okay. All right. Let's get to it. All right. Let's uh, just open Pandora's box. We're going to go to President Biden's proclamation for the Education and Sharing Day. And if you have missed our other shows on Noahide, what you need to understand is that from Jimmy Carter all the way through to Joe Biden, that includes Republican uh, presidents as well as Democrats, each one of them will have signed a proclamation for this education and sharing day. And the entire platform for the education system is based off of the Lubavitch movement, Rebbe Schneerson, who's no longer with us. He passed away during Clinton's administration, but it's based off of the seven Noahide laws and it's being shown as America's foundation. Now, what Biden does in his proclamation that I've not seen done in any other one is he uses the current crisis or as they're calling it, to be all the more justification to clamp down on your liberties and your freedoms in the name of like this kumbaya piece that these Noahide laws are supposed to bring up. Now, first of all, let's point out the Noahide laws are man-made contrived uh, attacks on the biblical uh, laws. So the word law after Noahide is, is really wrong. It's very misleading. It should be Noahide principles or directives. That's what the UN likes to use is directives. And they're passing it off as gospel. Literally. Well, yeah, and this this applies to Sharia too. the The difference between Sharia right. and the Noahide is Sharia hasn't been recognized by presidents uh, in these kind of proclamations. It hasn't been a part of any kind of legislation or resolutions within Congress, and yet Noahide has been. And this should be of a chief concern, folks, because this stuff goes right back to what Jesus said when he attacked the religious hypocrites in the first century, and he would tell the people in the Sermon on the Mount, if you're really wondering what he meant when he said, you've heard it said, but I say unto you, he's attacking this very kind of stuff and the stuff that comes out of the Babylonian Talmud and all of that other stuff. He's attacking that and saying, I want to remind you that God spoke about this And this is what he meant. So just so people are clear, there's a distinction here between true Christianity, biblical Christianity, 
and Judaism or the occult Judaism or any of this other stuff that deals with Noahide laws. All right, if you'd go back to the proclamation for just a moment, I want to point out a couple of things. I noticed you highlighted something in red, and for those who can't see it, let them know what it was you highlighted. Yeah, it says, um, I don't know why they would put this in Education and Sharing Day, but it says, today we mark the legacy of Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson, the Lubavitcher rabbi, and then I guess that's supposed to be, I believe it's pronounced Rabbi, uh, a guiding light of the international Chabad Lubavitch movement and a testament to the power of the resilience of the human spirit. Uh, yeah, that's the problem is the human spirit rather than mm-hmm. the one that has been revived and made alive by Christ. A witness okay. to some of the 20th century's darkest events and greatest tragedy, tragedies. And see, that's how they play it. They play off your emotions for what happened to the Jewish people in World War II. And Bradley and I had a discussion about that. Uh, the truth of what was going on there, and they play off of that in order to promote what's going on there. And he says he devoted his life to bringing healing by advancing justice, compassion, inclusivity. Um, That is not a Christian message either. It is an exclusive message. It is not an inclusive one. It is an exclusive. Those who repent and believe the gospel, that's the issue. And fellowship worldwide, a tireless advocate for students of all ages, he sought to foster exchange, understanding, and unity among the people. Okay, what Biden or whoever wrote this for Biden opened it up with because of the recent uh, events, meaning COVID, you know, that's the justification part where it says, you know, now more than ever, we have to to latch on to this stuff. He also goes on to say further in it that he is telling you the one hundred and thirty billion dollars that the America Recovery Program set aside for education. Um is in there and it's all geared towards reshaping, redefining your attitudes, your values and beliefs, not only about education, but culture. And as we know, the United Nations has an arm with education and culture in it. And it's by no mistake that the Institute for the Noahide Code, the Interparliamentary uh, Coalition for Global Ethics, uh, all the the seven for seventy, all the groups that I've laid out in the article for you are all somehow partnered with either the UN or the UNESCO or each other. So it's by no mistake that this is being woven in for us. So I just wanted to point that out from the proclamation. Okay. okay. So yes, you can see proclamations from every president, from Carter all the way to Biden. The only one who made this a law was Bush the first, and it has stuck ever since. Okay. But but and, let's let's clarify something. Bush doesn't okay. make law because only Congress can make law, but he's the guy who was trying to implement it, right? Oh, no, it became a public law. It, it absolutely did. Oh, that's he, right. He, he did sign it. That's right. You're exactly uh-huh. right. I'm he sorry. Did. He absolutely did. But yes, Congress, you're right. The president cannot make a law, but they misuse executive orders. Yes. And that's what's happened, especially with this Noahide stuff. But again, it ties back to everything that we're seeing and shifting it to these values that are not American, not biblical, but this this otherworldly stuff. And if people don't remember what the seven Noahide laws are, we're not going to go through them today, but there's an image that I put in. And basically the image 
tells you over on the left-hand side what the Noahide laws, the categories of them are, how it ties into the New World Order. I show you at the bottom how this is what uh, the United Nations and the Noahide people are using. Then I show you over on the right the foundations from the New Testament and Old Testament and the uh, Mosaic Law, which is from the Bible, are used to help form the foundation for not only our Constitution, but our Declaration and all those other founding documents. Okay. All right. And I blew that up. It's a little bit blurry, folks, because it's uh, it's a small image, but this will be in the archives as well. Yeah. And in the archive with the article, you can open it up and make it as big as you need to. That's that's great. All right. If people didn't know it, and I found this, and um, it was really a chore to get this embedded without it breaking, but this is a guide that Schneerson wrote to the presidents for the presidents and their administrations, and um, we have that as well. Now, you'll see a lot about Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan. But I believe down at the bottom of this particular resource, there are other pages you can click to see the other presidents who um, had relationships with uh, Schneerson as far as how to impact America's legislation and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, there's the website. And so that was a, a new resource that I found. Um, and I, I want to thank my lovely friend in Georgia who sent me a lot of this stuff that got me digging to find all these things because her concern was, you know, hey, we're seeing a ramp up in the punishment for folks who are not willing to conform and it's only going to get worse. And she's absolutely spot on. It's only going to get worse. Okay. Yeah. And let's just make a quick note here. Now, this is from Habad.org. And, you know, mm-hmm. I spoke with a couple of people up there. Boy, mm-hmm. I, you're talking about some... Uh, almost rude people. And I don't know if they get a lot of threats or something like that, but Mm -hmm. there are some rude people up there at Chabad Lubick. Uh, But I called to make sure because people were saying, oh, well, Donald Trump adheres to the Chabad lifestyle and this, that, and the other. The guy wouldn't say, he says, I I don't think Trump does. So I just want to let people know. I made the calls up there to find out He's not listed with them in any way. He may tip his hat towards them. They may be, you know, people who support him for certain reasons, especially with his uh, ties with Zionism and, and Israel and stuff. But uh, but that wasn't that was not the that was not the thing. And I can tell you, we don't want these people anywhere near uh, controlling our laws or our government or anything like that. Right. And notice that their guidance to the presidents. Yep. But let's let's point out one thing. Okay. So you have this, this Noahide Lubavitch guidance and people are going, well, where's the Christian guidance? Well, you know, who was the main person connected to Jesus that we always heard was the guidance and advisor for the presidents. It was connected quiz. to Jesus with presidents. I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Billy the- Graham. Oh, okay. Jesus. Okay, I didn't. I'm, I'm sorry. I was lost yeah. there a little bit. <laughs> that, that's okay. No, Billy Graham has yep. uh, had always been the one who was the main person, always touted as you know he's a spiritual yep. advisor. He's the you know. Now but his if you son look is. At, at, if you look at the way that Graham's uh, uh, legacy has been uh, shifted over to Noahide. I mean, that was in some of our original articles and interviews that we did that shocked a lot of people. It's they're on the same side. Yeah. Bradley has done a recent article on Franklin because he's kind of picked Mm -hmm. up that, that uh, mantle as well. 
And oh yeah, if Jesus of, were alive, he'd take the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the the idea is these men are there to appease uh, mm-hmm. these these wicked rulers, these wicked representatives. They're there to appease them, and in and in turn, they're deceiving the people. And and people are going to find mm-hmm. this interesting when I air the G. Edward Griffin uh, interview that I had yesterday with him. That we're going to air next week. We talk about the fact that uh, these communists are actually knowingly infiltrating the church and the pulpit. They mm-hmm. go to the seminary to do that. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe it was just people in error, people that's deceived. He says, no, there are people Mm-mm. who actually go through the seminary. They're communists. They know exactly what they're doing, and they get in there to deceive the people. And so, as far as I'm concerned, the Grams are no different than that. They they speak nice, they speak kind, they seem polite, but they're not calling out uh, the sins that are there in the administration. They'll call them out in general for America uh, at times, at times, but they won't call them out for the administration that whatever they're serving there. Right, and I want to point out that in the archives, and yeah, you're going to have to look through the archives for the the uh, past articles yourselves. But you will see where we show you directly from the uh, the Graham side and the UN side how they're mirroring up, and it is through a lot of this Lubavitch garbage. Okay, I don't want to spend time on this one, uh, but it'll be in the archive. But we've been over the Institute for Noahide Code, and that's the one organization, Tim, if you'll remember, instead of being able to say, hey, we know God as G-O-D or capital G-O-D, we know G hyphen D. Okay, their particular latest uh, foray into education is touting how this um, moment of silence, and we've been over that before, and that is a... Uh, that is a supposedly spiritual-based mind exercise that is being unleashed in our schools. And what it's teaching the children is that you are all powerful. So therefore you control your destiny. You don't need anybody else. You don't need an authority over you. You don't need any sort of person other than you. And that's totally wrong. Uh, so they're they're pushing that. So that is increasing. So this is how the Noahide is ramping up. And it's not just under the Biden administration. It's just that, you know, the timing is is really suspect. All right. Where I do want us to go is this 7 for 70 website. OK, this is the one that my Georgia friend sent to me. And if you look at it, you know, it sounds neat. It looks neat. You know, oh, hey, we're all for unity and peace and that sort of thing. And, you know, those are those are things that even Jesus wanted. But there were certain ways about this that are totally opposite of what the scripture and Jesus actually said about unity and peace. So the reason we want to go here, Tim, is because if you will look and think about this through the lens of COVID and COVID relief and all that it stands for and this American Recovery Program, because in the American um, Recovery Program, not only are we seeing an assault on education, but our health care to the point of now the vaccine passports, the vaccine being, you know, selective or mandatory, all those sorts of things. So they all do interplay with each other. But on the 7 for 70 website, I wanted you to see they have broken down under the seven laws page. And that's going to be, let's see here. That's going to be 4A in the email, Tim. If you look at the seven laws page for the seven to 70, and let me 
tell you why 7 for 70 even exists. Supposedly, if you're interested in the Jewish faith, this is a website that was created for you as a non-Jew to go find out more about the faith. And then they do the disservice of showing you so much misinformation. And under the seven laws, the first one you see has to deal with death and punishment under the Noahide laws. All right. You want to expound on that just a little bit? Why don't you open it up and let's All let's right. use don't use my words. Let's use their <laughs> words. That's okay. what we need to do. Okay. So if you would just just pick a spot. Execution of the death penalty is the component and integral part of the first of seven biblical laws, which they claim, by the way, comes from Noah, that God gave Noah. We don't have that specifically. We have a death penalty, uh, and I believe in Genesis where God speaks to Noah about that. He says, you know, if, if man's killed by a man, then by man they shall be put to death. They're going to they're be killed. Um, but he says about establishment of courts and appointment of judges. However, the death penalty itself can be used as punishment for deliberate and conscious infringement upon one of seven laws, not the Ten Commandments, not how God laid it out that, that the death penalty should be exacted in the scriptures. Only when Jerusalem temple exists, folks, you people who are caught up in dispensational last but days madness this is that kind of stuff. You want to re, you want to rebuild temple in, in, in Israel and you're going to cheer that on in sacrifices? You fly right in the face of the writer of the book of Hebrews who said all of that stuff is an abomination now because the Christ has fulfilled it all. He, he the, the page goes on to say, um, as it's explained in uh, Mishilta, I guess that's how you pronounce that, that term, even from my altar you shall take him to die, that is, if there's temple, is sentenced to the death penalty. If there's no, is not is not sentenced. Um, that's why today there's no temple. Cases which may lead to death sentence are not considered. Okay, so it looks to me like, Land, they're already telling you why they want a temple so they can implement. It's not for sacrifices, and they're, yeah. they're even trying to go back to Old Testament kind of things they're doing this because they want to rid the world of anybody who doesn't think like them exactly and if you look at the seven laws okay they're going to sound nice i mean no idolatry that that's fabulous but again through the lens of the noahide and the covid it's not god as as the one it's anything but it's you know whoever's in charge and says God is God. That's who it is. So in COVID, it would be science. All right. In Noahide, it would be um, anti-God, which would be the one religion, which tends to be more towards the Sharia. And uh, we'll, like I said, we'll get into that in, in another document. Well, but let's just yeah. say it for what it is. Uh, yeah. it, it's demons. It's mm-hmm. Satan himself, because the Bible tells right. us that the idol is nothing. It's what's behind the idol. It's the demon. Right. And right. so, so th- that's that's what that's their God. Yeah, absolutely. Now, on the 7 for 70 over on the right-hand side, Tim, you'll also see a link to a thing that says the seven universal laws. That is the British alternative to the American Noahide website. And what you'll see there is more misinformation that these Noahide laws, instead of being Noahide, they're now suddenly universal. And they're the same laws. 
They're the absolute same laws and we have to adhere to them because after all, these are the most fair laws. These are the most just laws. These are the most uh, across the board, uh, mind numbing universal laws that we all need to hum and chant to. Yeah, it's it's clearly it's against the foundations that we have here in America and right. as Christians. There's no question right. about that. Absolutely. And a lot of what's behind this is the the shift as far as social justice. And you and I have done several shows on that. We even got uh, Clarence Henderson, who was one of the original uh, Greens, Greensboro sit-in members who fought racial inequality, but he did it in a peaceful, God-respecting way. And we talked about the shift in social justice and a lot of it's tied to this Noahide garbage. And if you don't know what social justice is, the Bible even tells us that yes, we should be socially minded. We should be seeking justice, but the common core machine, the Noahide laws, the name of COVID relief have all twisted it to become what it, we're seeing now. And that is some sort of militant bully to get you to That's coerce exactly right. you into their belief, not your belief. And this is what we're saying. And this is why that death and punishment component is so vital for where we are in America, especially through education, because again, it shapes everything. Yep. Well, and, and people may be saying, well, Tim, don't you believe in the death penalty? Yes, I do. And I've said, I believe it should be coming at the local level, but I also believe it's based upon our foundations and folks, you can decry it all you want to, but there's no escaping the foundations that America had uh, four or five hundred years ago when the when the pilgrims just stepped off the Mayflower and they established the Mayflower Compact. What they pointed to as the authority when it came to law and punishment when you violated that law, mm-hmm. and Absolutely. and those were incorporated in our laws in the states. By the way. Guys, I've dealt with this on the issue of sodomy. I've dealt with this on the issue of a lot of different things. They would actually cite chapter and verse in the state laws. And many of those, if I'm not mistaken, they still exist on the books to today. They're just not enforced. And so you're either going to submit to God and his law, or you're going to submit to man and whatever laws he makes up, whatever his whim is, whether it's Noahide or Sharia or mm-hmm. you know whatever whim the uh, humanist wants to come up with at the particular time. You're going to submit to one or the other. Right. Well, let's before we move on to the culture of peace, if you will, let me point out one other thing about these seven Noahide laws that a lot of people are going to say, well, you know, they're not so bad. Uh, One of them says, you, you know, you're not supposed to have sex with children. And we've been over this one. Okay, we've seen a rampant increase in comprehensive sexuality education that is starting as young as daycare. One of the reasons why is because you're having to get people used to the idea that it's not every child is off limits. It's that some children are off limits. And this is totally, totally needing to be busted wide open because this is why we still have so many pedophiles. This is why we have so many uh, things leading towards child marriage uh, or assaults or inappropriate behavior. This is why we're seeing a lot of things happen in the school in the name of comprehensive sexuality that have no business being in the school. Okay. Okay. What do we got? With that, we're going to move over to the <laughs> uh, Interparliamentary Coalition for Global uh, Ethics. 
Okay. okay. The acronym is IPCGE. Okay. And this is supposed to be what their goal is. And this is an international group and America's right in there with them. And what is their basis? The Noahide laws and the United Nations, because somehow the two cultivate a culture of peace that we all must have. And if you look at the dribble that is on this website about how that piece is supposed to be brought about, it shows every UN declaration, proclamation that we've seen to date as their foundation. And with that, if you'll go to that YouTube video, it's only about two minutes, but people need to not only it, but hear the music that's in this. Yeah, I'm going to be in trouble playing the music. Is it just a? Is this just a talk? Uh, just text. Uh, there, there's talk. Okay. There is talk. Yes. All right. I'll try to talk over the music. Maybe uh, Facebook won't catch me on it. Um, I'll just keep going until until uh, we get past that, and uh, yeah. hopefully they won't pick that up while I'm right. doing. Right. Maybe I can well, turn while it down the music is going. Up. Okay. Okay. They're not talking yet, so we're gonna no, not yet. Keep going past this. Yep. Uh, okay, here we go. All right, talk, dude. Good grief, talk. <laughs> oh, this is not working out real good. I got to keep that sorry. turned. Up. That's okay. I will. <laughs> well, some people are not seeing some of the text on here, so you guys listen by Red right. State Talk Radio. You'll have to come. Right. And, you'll have to come back and look at the video itself. Yes. All the video is playing this music that that supposedly is from SpongeBob, and they're showing you. All the, the, the justifications in, and there's Congress, there's yep. Congress right there. Um, but anyway, it's showing you all the different groups, all the different documents, all, and there was the Lubavitch Initiative, which of course is part of the Lubavitch movement. And so it's telling you all this stuff is coming together and it's going to give us this wonderful global culture of peace and we should feel so good. And they're showing you how they're using legislation and the court system because legislation is tied to the court system. Ugh. Yeah, it's a, it's it's really frustrating uh, of, of what's going on, and the fact that anybody paying attention to this stuff, all these players who are involved in this, it's the same kind of stuff that we've we've seen over and over. They think they can be God. They think they can be the savior of the world. All this kind of stuff. And in fact, what they're doing is they're flying in face of the one and only Savior of the world, the Lord mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, the one who the government rests upon His shoulders, folks, and that is through real law, real justice. And that's what we promote here at the Sons of Liberty. Okay. Now, linked from the Interparliamentary Coalition for Global Ethics and found on the UNESCO website is this 174-page PDF, and it's for the Decade of Reapproaching Culture. I wanted to get that out. And there it is. It's Agree to Differ. Now, that sounds great, doesn't it? Because, I mean, you know, even Jesus likes variety, right, Tim? But this is not done through that Christian lens. This is done through the one world stuff. And what we're going to let me point out to you why this is such an important thing. On page four, you're going to see a lot of the comments that are lending to this global unity. And the only way that we can get it is through not proper worship, 
but through human introspection and human alignment. Okay. On page seven, you're going to see more of the same on page nine. These are different addresses from these global leaders. Okay. Now you're also going to see that there's a chapter in this particular document, Tim, that's called the five pillars from traditional African education for global cohesiveness. And they are self-discipline, self-drive, integrity, harmony, and patriotism. And it's going to show you in this document, and you're going to have to search for it, okay? But it's going to show you in the interfaith chapter near pages 148 and 149 that the reason we have to use faith not as Christian versus all these others, we have to intermingle them and it's to help draw in more people to this global harmony. And on the surface, that may not sound so bad, but it's when you start looking at the words and the language in this particular chapter that you're going to see the key goal is to shift. And this is the document I was telling you about. It's to bring in more Muslims and it's going to get us to be in their world, not they in our world. That's right. And uh, to remind everybody, this is the the different the distinction between Christianity and the others. One, we have a God who gave himself for us, and two, he's given us his law and the gospel to save sinners from their sin, not to submit to it. And by submitting to this and coming under, you know, these kinds of things where there's Noahide laws, the five pillars of Islam, Sharia law, whatever the case may be, that is a submission to that. And some people have, have asked, how, what can we do to stop these Noahide laws? Well, resist them. Call them out. Ephesians 5.11, expose the works of darkness. That is a work of darkness. And oh, this is right. what Lynn is doing here. One of the things we need to know about this particular document, Tim, even though it's, you know, colorful and, you know, sounds good, looks good, even has a nice title, agreed to differ. Um, education is embedded 239 times, faith, 270 times. Okay. Just want to throw that out there. Okay. People want to know what to do. Okay. There's an answer. I don't know who this person is, but uh, they have created an anti-Noahide law and policy programs in the United States petition. It's on change.org. And whether you agree with change.org or not on some of their other petitions, it is usually uh, citizen derived uh, petitions on certain issues. And so this one is fabulous. The reason why I say that is because it is a call to Congress. It is a call to you to get in touch with those people in any sort of official way. Um, on the petition, it'll say, you know, contact your Congress, uh, man, uh, uh, your representative or your senator. But I want to challenge you to use this to contact your mayor or your city council or your governor, because what this petition does, not only does it send that message of we don't want Noahide laws, but it lays out for you. Here's in real time how these Noahide laws have come into America and what they're doing. And here's how we could stop it. And I think that in one place is phenomenal. Yeah, it's pretty incredible what they're doing. There's no question about yeah. that. Yeah, that's resource number six if you want to show that for folks. Okay. Um, that's in the email as well. 
There it is. Ta-da. And if you scroll down, the person has written out for you who created this petition. Here's how it's happening. Here's what we're seeing. And if you want to point out a couple of those, Tim, while you're there, that would be super. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's, they're just lying to the people. Congress recognizes that the Noahide laws are the bedrock of society and are the basis upon which the United States was founded. Well, no, it wasn't. Right. Noahide laws are the cornerstone of society. Without the Noahide laws, civilization stands in peril of returning to chaos. No, that was part of what was bringing chaos, folks. Mm-hmm. Society is concerned with the weakening of the principles of the Noahide laws. The fact of the matter is most people don't even know they exist. Right. Most people never hear about the Noahide laws. They hear a lot about Sharia now. But again, Sharia has never been, you know, put into law, as you said, uh, with Bush. That's never been done. The Noahide laws are mm-hmm. a society it's a which fails. Moment. Yeah, a society which fails to recognize or adhere to the Noahide laws cannot endure. Well, because if you're going to enforce those things, you're going to kill off everybody who's not doing it. Uh, the weakening of the Noahide laws have created a crisis which threatens the fabric of society. I would suggest that the the weakening of the the biblical law and the biblical justice that we have has threatened the fabric of society, just like God said it would, uh, Deuteronomy 28, when the people rebel against him. U.S. society is preoccupied with the crisis of the weakening of the Noahide laws. No, it's not. We're... we're we're preoccupied with tyrants who violate the Constitution. But think about <laughs> think about Biden's proclamation. Think about the crisis. Think about how he how it was worded. It goes right in with what you, some of what you just read. Yeah, I I just this is absolutely stupid because I can guarantee you ninety percent of America or ninety five percent of America don't even know what the Noahide laws are. Uh, well, it, it, it goes on. Let me read a couple more. It is sure. the nation's responsibility to transmit the ethics of the Noahide laws to the generation of the future. No, it's not. That's not our responsibility. Our responsibility is to do all for the glory of God. That's what Paul told us, whether we're eating and drinking. That's what we're to do. But did you catch ethics? It oh, was yeah. Used. Yeah. Well, because but ethics, ethics have derived. replaced morality. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They've replaced the morality. It's kind of like policy mm-hmm. re- replacing law. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Sharing and education represent two pillars of the Noahide laws. The Lubavitch movement has fostered and promoted the values of the Noahide laws through the world. A program of, quote, turn and return, end quote, is initiated in which the USA will use education to return the world the values of the Noahide laws and that this will be reflected in an international scroll signed by the president and other heads of state unconstitutionally, I would say. And mm-hmm. finally, this promise of signed international scroll has been fulfilled a program of education of giving is initiated in which the USA will use education and charity. I'm, I'm telling you, it ain't going to be charity. It's going to be taxation and later sharing to return the world the values of the Noahide laws. And it promised and has promised several times that this will be reflected in an international scroll signed by the president and other heads of state. At least one was already signed. And, you know, guys, when I'm when I'm seeing this kind of stuff, I, I can't help but think, Lynn, of mm-hmm. communism. There was a famous rabbi who said Judaism is communism. Okay? Now, I'm not talking about certain kinds of it. I'm talking about this Lubavitch kind of stuff. Right. Okay? Well, it's it, Marxist. Yeah, well, that's exactly what it is. And, and, and most people don't and understand. And that's what, yeah, what Schneerson was. He was a Marxist. Yep. And, you know, it's not going to... All right, did you hear we're going to return education to 
Mm-mm. No, we have not returned education to anything in America. We have taken education and destroyed what it Amen. is supposed to be. And it is through lenses like this. But I wanted to point out this charity. It's not charity. It's going to be government program, government nanny state. And this is why the um the the proclamation for the education and sharing because we have to share covid we have to share the american recovery program is um the the other resources they're not directly related to education but it is balled up in it because what we're seeing is if you don't get the vaccine you can't return to school you can't return to work and you can't live your life and uh, the resources for that are also going to be in today's archive. The uh, vaccination certification link, which shows that it's a requirement to return to work, school, or just plain live. You can see that. And I wanted to point out that Dr. June Knight, who we, we are very familiar with, um, did a presentation on her WATB on this particular uh, information and how the passports are in the works through the Biden administration um, for us. And then I also included for you the White House press release that is a couple of days old. And I show you in the archives that it's over an hour but there are at least 40 minutes of dead air. So you're sitting there waiting for the press conference to start and it doesn't. Uh, but the ties to the COVID, NOAA High, and the UN's uh, Sustainable Development Goals are woven throughout. You just have to listen to the press secretary and you will hear it. All right. You're going to hear stuff. Wait a minute. Just- wait a minute. The press secretary, what? she didn't do, I need to circle back on that one. What do you mean? Uh, Jen Psaki. Every time she's asked something or whatever, she I, I got to circle back on that. I'm just, uh, it no, was just a joke. I did not hear the I did not hear those words, but they might be in there. <laughs> but if you just want to show the folks the the particular link, we don't have to listen to it because I know we're about to run out of time. I just wanted to get this in um, that it's about forty minutes of dead air. You're going to hear the COVID relief, the Noah Hyde, the UN's sustainable development goals are woven throughout. You're going to hear social. Justice. And when you hear the word job, union will always precede it. And Mm. one of the things that I can tell you about Biden as vice president under Obama was that he was in bed with the big unions to change education to be a workforce widget. So union jobs are going to be the thing. It's not going to be your job. It's going to be a union job. Anyway, Mm. near the 4119 mark, you're going to hear how the CDC is dictating renters throughout America, Hmm. all right? Then you're going to hear about the um, COVID, the first COVID question comes in at 4424. It ends around 46, and uh, you'll need to listen to that particular exchange. Then the COVID passport content is near the 4913 mark and ends at the 5109 mark. Timestamp, and you're going to hear about how much the federal needs to guide on vaccines, the interagency work on how to verify who's had it and who hasn't. Then you're going to hear them sit there and go, well, it's going to mainly be from the private sector, but here we are in the federal government and we're going to be working on interagency decentralization. Well, what that means is it's going to put you on a data mining blockchain as to who's done what, so where they can go and where they can't go, what they can do, what they cannot do. All right. Uh, Then you're going to see, we're not going to at this point make federal mandates for vaccines, but notice it's not at this point. Um, But 
we could do it in the name of public health interest. I kid you not. This is Mm. all on that press release. Okay. All right. We're going to have this video up um, in the archives after the show. And, uh, you know, one of the things that they're coming in and trying to do this, and this was somebody made that comment at the first, guys, you have to resist this. And I just want to make this quick point. Uh, I'm not trying to beat Donald Trump, but you've got to understand the only reason we're at a vaccine issue and a vaccine passport and all this is because of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. He's even telling the people, get your shots. Mm -hmm. Guys, you people who keep thinking he's a white hat going to ride in on a white horse and save you, you need to really pull the blinders off your eyes because that's what he was used to do to push through this stuff, to tee it up for the Biden administration. And this is what's coming because he didn't do Article 2, Section 3 and bring justice on this criminal, fraudulent president and his wannabe usurper vice president, Kamala Harris, if he had done that, we wouldn't be in this situation right now. Yeah, but they're all in the same boat. They are. Well, that's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, yeah. And I want to point out that if you don't quite understand how serious decentralizing your data is, there is a resource that I've put in as well that Tim will share. It's about a 30-minute video, and this is from a doctor who happens to be in the medical department for data in Microsoft, and he is ratting out how this is going to work against you. And it's totally worth listening to. Okay. I also want to point out that, you know, the irony about Trump not using the constitution is that supposedly he has a new website that's all about preserving free speech. And if if you look at the statement of privacy, it's nothing but the constitution. Why in the name of all that's holy. Didn't he adhere to that constitution when he had the Amen. four years to do it? Amen. Well, the constitution applies to our representative. It doesn't apply to us. Uh, well, and that's that's part of the problem that people don't understand. That is to restrict our, our representatives, right. not to restrict the people. Uh, Lynn, we're coming up on the end of the show here. Yeah. I thought maybe we'd go long, but we're, we've kind of finished right on time here. Why don't you yeah. take time and uh, tell people a little bit about where they can find your work. We've got about a minute or so, so you don't have to rush okay. through it so quick. All right. Well, if you thought that was a lot of stuff, be <laughs> sure you do your homework. Go back, look at all the, the archive uh, for today, because there are going to be things we didn't get to that are going to be there for you to do your own due diligence. Uh, use it as a precursor for where you're plotting, because you need to have a plan. You absolutely need to have a plan for the coming days, because we will be pressed in. You can find my work on commoncordiva.com. I do have a donate button. So if you feel so led to bless what I do, as it is a labor of love, I would certainly appreciate it. I've got folks who would love me to come to their organization, whether uh, it's virtual or in person. I really like in person because I miss traveling. But anyway, point of it is I've got people who would like me to, to be there and I'd love to be there if I could, but I can't do that on my own. You can find me on uh, Breaking News Journal TV. You can find me here on Sons of Liberty. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Facebook, MeWe, USA.Live, uh, local citizens, uh, localactivist.org, which is part of Citizens for Free Speech. Okay. And I believe that's it. All right. Guys, 23 hours will be all right with you. Thank you, Lynn. Tony Roman live from Huntington Beach tomorrow. See you.